Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno, Senior Content Manager at OSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. In this episode, I'm speaking with Shana Chapman, CPA founder and chief strategist at Shana Co., which offers tax management, advisory services, and accounting technology and consulting. We discuss the impact of technology when working with rural clients, an area Shana understands well as she serves mostly rural clients and her business is based in Gallipolis, a small town located in the southeast corner of Ohio with approximately 3,600 people. The pandemic forced almost everyone to begin using virtual technology to run their businesses. But what about those who have almost no internet connection and no desire to move any of their business dealings virtually? Shana and I talked about how to best interact with rural clients when it comes to technology, unique issues rural clients face that others don't, how CPAs can be successful when serving a rural population, and much more. Here's what Shana had to say. Adapting technology to fit my clients or adapting my clients to fit the technology either way is, is definitely a challenge. Because we are rural A, we don't necessarily have internet. Um, I know people across the country might think that that's odd or people even in bigger cities in the state of Ohio may think that that is unlikely, but it's true. Not everybody in these rural communities have internet. And, and B, not everybody in the rural communities have cell service. And sometimes they have one and not the other, and sometimes they don't have either one of those two things. And so adapting technology at the pace that the accounting world is adapting it is very difficult for clients. It's not so difficult for me because I have access to both in because I live in a small city while rural that still has those items. But my, but my clients don't necessarily have them. And so I try to, as much as I can, I'm as forward thinking as I can be. I adapt the latest technology as soon as I can, but then getting my clients to take hold of that and adapting it on their end is, is challenging. Um, that is not easy to do. And I'm curious, when you mentioned challenging, what are some of the issues that come up with that? Is it just, you know, accessibility or is it people thinking, you know, they don't need it? Both. It's accessibility, but also we've never done it that way before. Why do we need to change? Um, People in rural communities may not have um, grown up with computers as much. It's just not something that they've really needed to do. Um, and so they just don't know how, and they don't see a reason to change it now. Uh, there are certainly a younger clientele who are ready and willing to take on uh, more and more technology. But even those that I would say own the bulk of the businesses now in their 30s and 40s, they, they didn't necessarily grow up with technology, and they don't care about it and don't want to use it. And, and people in rural communities are also still used to being very face-to-face, and, and talking and seeing each other um, in person. And they don't, they don't quite understand the reason why you might want to do a document, e-sign e- e- a document, for instance. That's a very simple thing. We can just shoot you over an email and you can e-sign a document and we can have it on its way. But that's just not, there's just not good reasons for that for them. They're just as happy to stop in and sign a document. So just even little technologies like that are hard to get them to, to adopt, even though 
it benefits them in saving time as well as me in saving time. So then to expand that further into the web portals for tax returns or documents, things like that, it's just not something that they see the need to take hold of. It's just not something that they necessarily want. Right, and I can imagine just from some of the examples that you just gave is that this isn't something that just only affects one area. You know, technology is spread out through everything now that the accounting profession does. So is this something that you find that you're regularly having to educate your clients about, or is it more something that you are trying to meet them um, as much as they can with technology, and then you you get the rest done, like you mentioned, maybe face-to-face -face or an in, in another way? So certainly at my firm, we do tend to push clients into technology because we love it so much and we see the benefits of it. Um, moving from the tax realm into the accounting realm, something like cloud computing and, and helping these small businesses with um, their back-end services, you know, maybe preparing the accounting for them or checking in with them. Um, having a cloud accounting system enables us to have access to their accounting system 24-7, uh, and they don't have to wait for us to show up at their office and look over their accounting. It takes something from being a reactive service, like once a month at the end of the month, we look at your accounting to make sure it's right, to being a proactive service. Technology has that ability to make us go from reactive to proactive. And that is something I'm constantly trying to educate my clients on. This will help you manage your business to become more successful. It's not just about getting the numbers historically, because that's what happens when you're reactive. It's about getting the numbers today, right now, and being able to change on the dime what it, what it is that you want to do to become more successful right this instant. And so I'm constantly trying to educate my clients and, and push them a little bit further and further into that direction. As long as they have the capability, um, the, the technology is available where they are, for instance, the internet, cell, et cetera, to do that. We're pushing them to, to, to do it because it's better for them. Um, but it's not an easy sell, so it takes a lot of education for most clients. Um, that we talk about the time involved, how much easier it is, how much, uh, again, how, how they can make changes instantly. And for us, it's very important to also talk to the client about because it saves time, it gives you back to, to us, to our firm. This is one of our core beliefs. It gives you back time with your family and your friends and to have an enjoyable life again and not let your business eat up your life. And so those are the types of ways that we try to educate clients. And Sheena, you've mentioned, you know, just a couple things that you've noticed um, in your clients' uh, preferences they have with technology. And I'm curious, what should CPAs who are looking to serve rural clients, rural businesses, understand about uh, this type of client? I think that what you need to know most about rural clients is that they very much like any other business in any other place want to succeed. They want your help, but they are very good at doing what they know how to do. So they're very good at, um, if they're plumbers, they're very good at plumbing. If they have farms, they're very good at farming. Um, you know, if they have a store, they're very good at that retail store. And it may be generational and passed down because with a lot of rural 
businesses, it is generational. It's passed down from family member to family member to family member. And so you need to, to talk to them in a way that they understand that you know what you're doing from the accounting and tax perspective, but that you have great respect for what they're doing in their own business. Um, just because they don't understand what we're doing doesn't mean that they aren't capable of having a successful business and that they aren't very smart and able to make that business run for a long time. So I think a lot of times in, in the rural area, and I feel like this sometimes even as an accountant, that because we're rural, people think that we aren't capable. We are capable. We just need people to sometimes take time with us and teach us and, and sit down with us the way we like to as well. And so for my rural clients, like I said, they, they do like face-to-face um, -face interaction. They are used to knowing who they're working with. That's very important to them. And so you really need to be friendly with them as well as teaching them, educating them and giving them a service that helps them to succeed. And I think that you've mentioned um, some of this in our discussion so far, but what would you say um, accountants need to remember in order to be successful when it comes to serving those rural clients? So some key areas to pay attention to uh, in being successful to serving rural clients, I would consider the fact that there are very different issues in rural in rural um, part of the state versus the rest of the state. We have different issues with grants. We have different issues with the way people get funding. We have different different issues with banking. Um, things are done on a more friendly terms with people within the community. Things at courthouses and and even your local BMV. You know things are very different here, and so you do have to be mindful of not only getting tasks done, but the way those things happen, the way people make connections and operate, who they like to work with. That's very important. People have a very certain set of people they want to work with, whether it's I only work with people in town or I only want to work with people out of town. So if you're a connection for these people and in my and in my world, I like to think of us as the hub of a will and we have spokes to other things because I'm a CPA. I'm not a. I'm not a broker, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not, you know, an IT person necessarily. Um, so you have to be mindful of how rural people like to connect to other uh, services that they need and, and really understand where your client is coming from and what's important to them. And again, some of those clients like to stay in, in town in their small community and support it. Some, some clients worry about privacy and they like to go out of town because they worry that everybody will be in their business. That's a very Mayberry type of thing that happens in a rural, uh, in a rural community. Um, and you can't blame them for that. It certainly does happen. And so you have to really pay attention to how they want to do business in their community, as well as how they can do business in their community, just factually how, what's available to them um, and, the, and the technology and the services available. So those are some things that might be different than in a larger city because there's so much available there and there's a little bit of anonymity and we don't necessarily have that in rural communities. That's so interesting. And something I feel like that you've, you've mentioned and has come up a couple of times is kind of them really knowing who they're working with. So it sounds like the relationship with the clients is huge. 
It's, it is very much huge and it can make or break um, <laughs> and forever in some places, you know, but, but it is, you, it's, it's participating as a CPA, participating in your community, giving back to your community, you know, being a person that shows up and not just for your clients, but when your client's kids are selling a farm animal or, you, you know, they, they have, they're in the cheerleading squad and you want to participate and, and, you know, help the community um, help the cheerleaders, they, they know that. And that's all part of making the entire community run. And so your clients very much or appreciate it when you participate in those things. It's all just part of um, being part of the actual community together and sticking together so that our own communities can thrive. Because all we have in a rural community is ourselves. We don't necessarily have all the industries that a bigger city has. So we, we have ourselves and we depend on ourselves to help each other. Do you think that the pace of change in the profession um, is affecting, you know, uh, CPAs, accountants like you who are serving rural clients just as much as anyone else? Or do you think that maybe that's slowed down a little bit? Because like you mentioned, some things um, your clients are a little bit resistant to. So the pace of change is actually both wonderful and very hurtful at the same time. Take, mm -hmm. take for instance, the state of Ohio, who um, makes you submit certain things electronically. Um, we have clients that literally can't do that, literally don't have access to do that. Now, they could drive their trucks into town and get internet access and, and so on and so forth. But they, they don't have that access where they are. And so they don't run their businesses technologically um, as advanced as other people do. And therefore, they don't have any need to do that anywhere but for the state of Ohio for reporting purposes. Um, I have a client who has never had an email address in his life and suddenly has to report to the state of Ohio his charitable, he has a charity, and suddenly has to report to the state of Ohio all electronically and pay electronically his charity verification. Well, he has no email. He has no online bank accounts. It's not something that he's interested in doing. And I call the state and say, these people aren't interested in having your technology. They don't want it. How are they going to pay you? They don't have access to it either for that matter, but how are they going to pay you? And, and the response is, we know, but this is the way it is. And so these are services then that we have to provide in our office. Um, how are we gonna take care of clients that don't want the technology, but the technology is outrunning them? They, they have to they have to submit forms this way. You have to submit to the state of Ohio. You don't have a choice. Um, and so how are we going to take that on? So that kind of thing is very detrimental, um, as well as I think, and, and I tend to refer to it as the coast because we just know the bigger cities like New York and, and LA and San Francisco, especially the tech areas of California, you know, they're very forward thinking. And I travel enough and I sit on enough technology advisory boards for our accounting technology companies that I have the ability to speak to the people that are involved in these companies. And I think one reason they keep me around is because I always bring into them, hey, I think it's great that you're providing these technology, technology services, um, that you can do sales tax now from from basically uh, anywhere, a stroke of a key and all that information downloads from your shopping carts and can figure out your sales tax and file it. That's fantastic. 
But let me tell you what our area, what our issues are in the rural part of a state where people don't have that kind of technology. Let me tell you what we need solved. And it's so while technology is moving very quickly in these other regions, it's moving very slowly here. And I and I feel like there's a huge divide happening, like we're never going to catch up. Um, as much as I push my clients and want them to be there, I kind of feel like they're they're never going to catch up and those other parts of the country are going to grow so much faster and get so far ahead that we're just going to be left behind. And I don't know how to change that other than to just keep pushing and keep fighting to get my clients to go ahead, to keep my staff on top of it, but also within the technology companies to keep bending their ear to let them know what our issues are in the rural parts of the country, not just in the, uh, the state of Ohio, but across the country, there's a lot of open land and to tell them what our, our issues are. In talking about, you know, dealing with change and uh, navigating that, was your service to your clients impacted at all during the pandemic? Absolutely. Um, our service was impact, impacted during the pandemic. First of all, I sent everybody home and I'm very grateful that during the pandemic, that we already had the technology in place at, at, at my firm at Shane Co. to be able to, to go home and work. You know, I, like I said, I try in Shane Co., even though my clients aren't necessarily ready to adapt all this technology, that we have it in place. The, the issue became that we don't actually work from home. I, I don't care necessarily about where my employees work from. I really don't, but they like coming to the office, so they do. So we've never tested it we've never tested a full run of everybody go home. And how are we now going to convey this to clients and work with clients and talk to each other from all of our different spaces when even though we have the technology in place, we've never done it before. So now it's gone from just owning the technology and having it ready to actually implementing it and then working with clients on it. And so we had to um, force our clients into different ways of communicating with us because our doors were closed during the pandemic as well. Um, I did have one employee who does not have internet and barely has cell service at home. And so she could not work from home. Um, so she actually came in and stayed in the office while the rest of my employees worked from home. So she, we were lucky enough to have kind of a central hub here. So, so should we need something from the office, there was somebody here that had the capability to get something done. But our clients had to learn to talk with us differently. We implemented Microsoft Teams. Um, we were already starting to use it internally, but we implemented it at a large level externally with clients so that they could communicate it with us regularly. We could get plans underway. We executed internally um, a, a better plan system, a workflow system, because we were no longer going to be, at, I'm a small firm in a small community. We can just walk in the hallway and talk to each other very easily. It's not, you know, a 50 person firm, um, but now we're in different homes. So it's almost like having a large firm where you don't just constantly you don't want to constantly pop in and talk to people because there's a lot of people. Um, so now we had to communicate better and have a better workflow without that conversation. And so we had to internally take care of a lot having to do with the pandemic, but externally, then we had to convey that to clients and get them to also um, 
part of that was how do you pick up tax returns? How do you deliver tax returns without seeing people? How do you explain people's tax returns to them without seeing them and, and you know sitting down side by side and looking at paper? Because many rural clients still like paper. They want to see the paper tax return and flip through it. And so we still provide that. I know we can provide it electronically also, but we still provide paper if they want it. Um, so it was very much, we f I felt like, I very much we had to change that with clients, all of that process. But in doing so, I was, I felt like we were being separated from our clients. And that was kind of sad because those clients are our friends and family. We've known them for years. I've had some of these clients have been in this firm for 40 years and to no longer be able to speak with them face to face and to know that they didn't understand the technology and to really have to work with them via phone and, and getting the information out to them. It was kind of heartbreaking um, not to be able to help them like we normally would. But in doing so, looking at the bright side of this, um, there is some really good that came out of it. A lot of clients did push forward and move, move uh, their technology forward and start to understand our technology. And several of them and several of my and some of my employees even discovered that they liked using the technology better than the old way. So that was a win. That's for those people. It was a win in the win column. But it certainly broke my heart for those that were older. Um, that we couldn't help like we used to. Uh, they still wanted it that way and we tried our best to do it as far as long as we could be safe. Um, we did the best we could with them, but it certainly impacted, the whole pandemic impacted us and our clients. Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure people listening to uh, the things that you were just uh, speaking of are probably nodding their heads and experienced it, other people dealing with uh, rural clients and in those situations as well. Um, knowing all of this, what do you predict will continue to evolve or change in the future when it comes to offering accounting services to rural clients? Well, I think the technology will continue to evolve. There's just no way around that. And I'm, I, technology is fantastic. And I'm going to keep preaching it to my clients. And that's going to continue to evolve. And the and clients are going to get older and they're going to age out of their companies. It's just the way it works. And younger ones are going to come in. And these are going to be ones that have grown up with technology. They've grown up with iPhones or smartphones in their hands. And they're going to understand better um, what needs to be done to keep to keep moving along, keep moving forward. I think also our, I think the pandemic has really put our legislators in our states and not more rural areas to really consider the infrastructure of um, internet access and cell phone access. Where prior we may complain about it, write our write our congressman about it, ask about it, et cetera, et cetera, and keep pushing, but there was no real um, there was talk, but no real action. I think that that's going to evolve. I think the pandemic's really going to push that because not only how our clients was that hard for our clients, but our schools, our kids didn't even get the same education because because even where our high school's located, there's no internet or cell phone access in their own parking lot. So, so you know, so technology is going to have the the state and and internet providers are going to have to consider how to give us the access to technology. I think that's going to change, and then from there, we're we're going to see technology keep pushing, and we're going to see clients go forward with it. But I think also 
Um, for that reason, we're going to have more um, uh, clients need us to teach them how to use technology. And it's going to be a big catch up. It's not just little. It's going to be some people going from paper books to straight into cloud technology. It's going to be people that have um, desktop products that are going to need to move forward because it's the way the technology ecosystem works where it can connect to each other. All the different systems can connect, say sales tax to accounting to tax returns, etc. So it's going to be a you're going to find that accountants all over the place but especially in rural communities are going to have to become IT teachers in a way um, for software and technology. It's just going to keep evolving and we're going to have to stay up with it. And our clients are going to have to go kicking or kicking and screaming because it's just the future. It's just the way it's going to be. And um, we're just going to keep teaching and pushing. Thank you to Shana for taking the time to speak with me more about how CPAs can best serve rural clients when it comes to technology. What would you like to hear on the podcast? You can let me know at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O at ohiocpa.com. And please remember to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.